0: Today
1: I'm here with Jane McCourt. Um, Jane's going to be talking to us about um, nutrition in midlife and beyond. Um, And we're going to hear a little bit of her amazing story. Um, So welcome Jane, thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Um, First of all, um, how have you become interested in in nutrition? Right, I've been interested in nutrition for all my life really, on
0: and off. Even as a small child, the first question I would ask is what my brother and sister had eat. When I go to a restaurant, I read the whole menu before I choose. I like food. So it's, it's a, a love of food. Lot of food. Yeah. And um, over the last 10 years, I've been experimenting with different ways of eating. So I've done vegan, I've done raw, I've done vegetarian, I've done high protein, I've done low carb. I've tried them all just to see how I felt as a person on them. And I came to kind of the conclusion that there is no one way of eating. It's a combination many things. Mm. So that's the path I've been following. And then it wasn't until I was quite chronically on myself that I started looking more in-depth into
1: food for nutrition Mm. and food for health. So that's what led me to where I am right now. And where you are right now is you're about to, um, you've just launched your own business, haven't you? Advising people the best ways to eat to be... Yes, nutrition for health. Yes, nutrition for health and Mm. to change their roles. um if, if they have a chronic illness, chronic illness if yeah. they have cancer or so on it's the ways of first of, uh, supporting yourself isn't it through that yes indeed and, and I've, I've
0: come across a new way it's not a new way of eating but it's it's whole food plant-based mm. which is um, i think probably one of the optimum ways of eating for health and, and to deal with chronic illness as well and general obesity issues or just general health and you know and it's anti-inflammatory with rheumatoid arthritis, you know, arthritis,
1: lots and lots of um, problems that we yeah. get. So what do you mean by whole food plant-based? So
0: if, if you look, into a supermarket, you've basically now got maybe one aisle of natural food that's unwrapped in its skin and looks like it is, and whole food, that's a whole food in right. its original form. So much of our food now is processed, it doesn't look like it should it makes been mixed, the, the main fibres have been taken out, so we're not actually eating the food in its original state. And uh, our bodies are designed to use everything in that product. And, and when I say whole food plant, it's plant-based, really, uh, with very
1: minimal animal products. Right. Involved. right. So, um, minimal animal products. What animal products would you consider sort of to be safe, as is form to a better? Yeah, market? I suppose
0: safe is probably a bit the dangerous word. Mm. But um, if you look at, uh, you want to create an alkaline environment in your body. The maximum health. Um, animal products are acidic, pork being the most acidic, it's right up here. Then you get beef, and lamb, and then it goes down the scale, and then you get um, game, and, and poultry, and fish. So so you um, don't recommend baking? No, because it's highly processed, and uh, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> highly processed, full of salt, and it's full of nitrates <laughs> as well, which are also very damaging to your health. And, and a lot of processed meats are mm. salamis, salami, lot of Anything that's processed, so that comes through the processing, the nitrates and stuff. So yes, yeah, because it? so it's, it's the way it's, it's preservatives that they put nice. in your meats. And yeah. pork is the most acidic meat you can eat. It's way off the scale, so it's mm. real no no, really. And I, I kind of work on a rule of 95%, 5%. So 95% whole food plant based, and 5% of other things aren't going to do you any harm. So if you want some eggs, or you want a piece of chicken, or a piece of fish, it's moderation. And I would say two or three
1: times a week. Only for animal products, yes, right? So when you say that, I mean this is what the way you eat ninety five. Yeah. Five, and we will explain why in a minute. But um, I mean, if if I was to start from zero um, and you know have a whole food diet, I would be to some five percent. What is that? Chocolate or cake? Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does
0: that yeah. not come? That's out not a whole
1: food. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but five percent I'm allowed. Yeah. So you, yes, you could. I I suppose wild, you that's you, yeah, you could.
0: Depends what you're trying to do. I mean, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been healing a chronic illness, a, a cancer, but so the rules are slightly more strict. Mm-hmm. But if you're just looking to clean up diet and nutrition,
1: then a little bit of that isn't going to hurt. No. At all. Because your body is designed to, yeah. to deal with toxins to a certain extent. Yes. It's just whether or not you want to put those toxins in yeah. the body. And I, and I think um, if you're just
0: wanting to clean up your act, you're not going to want to deprive yourself of everything. No. So it makes it too difficult. But from all the reading I've been doing recently, it, it seems that if you keep that level around 5%, it doesn't have an impact on your body's overall health. Once you start getting up to 10 15%, especially in animal products, then it starts having an impact if you're trying to reverse illness or improve right. your health yeah. or weight loss or skin condition. It, it, it seems so to be that that like critical it's, mass. Yeah, so it seems like the 5% rule. Of, and then, and then that also negates toxins, environmental toxins, and things like that as well. Your body can process and deal with them. Um, so, yeah, it's basically working with that whole food, whole food, plant-based,
1: and then having your little sneaky bits, which we mustn't call mm-hmm. treats because they're not treats. No, they're not treats, no. And when you, we use the word treat wrongly. We do, don't we? Because when you when you switch the way you think, it's like, I, I like a piece of cake. Um, I, I do. <laughs> but. Um, But when I think, "Run, I'm eating this piece of cake," and it's actually not doing me any good at all, rather than think of it as something that, because the way it does me good is psychologically. Yeah, and you want it because I, uh, yeah, and I feel like I feel loved, and I think that comes from (laughs) from being given cake, you know, as a reward and and things like that. A lot of awful, awful of psychological sort of things come into eating, don't they? Um, But uh, this is really interesting because. um, the the way that um, I've i got to know you is through um, finding out about your fight um, against breast cancer. Yes. So should we shall we talk a little bit about that, and then people will understand then why you're so hardcore? Because yes, that, I, mean, I take my hat <laughs> off to you because <laughs> ninety five five percent that is amazing. Yeah, and in fact I'm
0: actually hundred percent. So um, mm. right had to be yeah, so. Yeah. So yes, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in um, November two thousand and seventeen, and. I had the usual visit in the oncologist's office which gave me the di- you know the prognosis, the diagnosis, and the treatment plan. And the treatment plan was surgery three weeks later after the diagnosis, and then um, hormone blockers, a chemotherapy drug, and then the surgery, and then chemotherapy and radiation. Um, so the whole lot, the whole basically. Because um, I had an aggressive form of cancer. So I sat there in the office on the Friday and he'd booked me in for three weeks later, and I, I announced I was off to Spain for three months. And of which he said, uh, no, I couldn't go. So I said, well, I am going, and he said, we'll go for two weeks. And so I said, right, I'll go for two weeks and come back. And they also wanted to do uh, a lymph node biopsy as well, and remove two of my lymph nodes, my sentinel node and one other, the day before the surgery. So um, during my biopsies, they put a titanium tag in, which I didn't realise was titanium, I thought it was a dye. Mm-hmm. And that's what they used as a marker for the biopsies uh, for the lymph node removal. So anyway, I went away and then decided that that wasn't for me and I didn't come back. <laughs> so I stayed away for three months and that's when I started researching um, alternative
1: ways of dealing with breast cancer that didn't involve right, so, uh, conventional. Wow, I mean, did, it, have you always taken that alternative approach? I have always been on that side but I never knew
0: how much I would be on it until I got the cancer diagnosis. Mm. There was no way I was going to have mm. a, a me, and all the drugs actually, all the chemotherapy drugs. I didn't want mm. to lose my hair and I certainly didn't want to lose breast. So they were mm. really they key. They were your sort of um, yeah. drivers. And, um, yeah, so I was, quite, I was pretty focused on the fact that I didn't want any of it. I didn't like the sound of it actually. No, Um, it is frightening isn't it? Yeah, when they explain the whole process to you, you Mm. think, you know, you want to put my nipple where? (laughs) And it won't match this one, you know, and and, and as I I said previously, the fact that I could have uh, free reconstructive surgery of my other breast to match the new one, I thought was bizarre, Mm. you know, damaging a healthy part of your body to Mm. make it match.
1: It just didn't sit right with me. So, So it was a very sort of strong instinctive no, I'm not going yeah, to do Yeah,
0: and the main thing that got me was the lymph node removal. And we were talking mm. earlier about your being gut instinct and mm. what controls uh, your actions and for some reason my lymph system did not like that idea and I know that sounds bizarre mm. but it bothered me. I kept thinking, I don't want my lymph system upset and I didn't know why. I didn't even mm. really know about my lymph system at the time. Mm.
1: But it's actually very, I, I do believe it's a very key part in clearing cancer. When you, um, when you made this decision, which is, in this day and age, it's a very radical decision to, to go against a medical advice, and yeah. to because it's a risk. I mean, you had stage four. No, I had, I had stage one, grade three. Stage one, grade three. So I was just... <laughs>
0: Sorry. Yeah, so stage one, I was just two millimetres short of stage two, and that's yeah. the size of the tumour. Yeah. So mine was 18 millimetres. And then the stage, the grading was one, two, and three, and I was grade three. Right, because right, I had this... Yeah. HER2-positive, which is a protein that attaches to all our cells actually, but the protein gets out of control and mutates, so it grows quickly. So
1: how did your um, nearest and
0: dearest react to your decision? Well, I I, I actually ran away, because in everyone I knew, I only had two people that supported me, Mm. so I actually got the diagnosis on the Friday, and I went to Spain on the Sunday, and I left everyone, and that was in November, and I didn't come back till the 10th of January. I just went, so upset everybody,
1: yeah,
0: including myself. But I, could, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't process it with everyone telling me, "Have it removed, yeah. have this, don't have that." Have because this. people
1: panic, don't they? Yeah. I mean, if if like, your mother, your daughter, you yeah. have a diagnosis like that, you're bound to. So I can imagine that that would be the case. Yeah, and the reactions are very extreme. You know, but also you happy to die. <laughs> well,
0: <do> you, no, <laughs> I might, but I, you know, that's. I'm not doing but an alternative might, to go and die if you have the chemotherapy. Exactly. As well. there's no there's no guarantees, and this this was my thing. If you need emergency surgery, which I've had before, then you mm-hmm. you need it. But this is there's a this is a grey area, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, this standard care is, is not all out. So. so you went away. I went away and started to research and I research, research. So I, what I did, I turned myself into a project. Mm-hmm. So I decided that obviously. Cancer's not like having the flu or getting measles, you've created it, so if I created it, I must be able to uncreate it. That's quite a, a controversial sort of idea as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think um, cancer treatment, it, it's all about the tumour, it's not about the body and why you
1: created the tumour. When so you say you've created it. it, I just want to sort of you know get clear on that because I think Like victim blaming, if you say you've created it. Well, usually, is in emotions. Yes, it's, you, yes. You it's a lot or? of
0: cancers are caused when you look back at people's lives who've got cancers, a, a lot of it can, a big chunk of it's down to emotion, uh, trauma, mm. um, life events, and quite often they go back
1: two years, what happened. It's right. a key phase. And that actually is, is, is recognised in conventional medicine, isn't it? That, that, trauma or things like losing a spouse I think is a big one isn't it yeah and um, and I'd I'd had um, life-saving
0: emergency surgery two years prior which is I think what triggered mine Mm. and I am an emotional person I'm a a giver and a carer and I help a lot. physical shock as well though yes so there's a whole there's a whole raft of things so your body creates a cancer when it's got nothing it can't heal you in any other way so it goes right Boom! Everything is breaking down. Basically, your body's not working. So, for a cancer to take hold, your immune system is not up and running as it should be. And bearing in mind, I had life-saving surgery, and I was really, and my immune system was virtually non-existent. So then, that's when yeah. something like a cancer, because can, we all have cancers in us, we naturally have cancer cells circulating. Mm. So they're the, not that triggered to. Yeah. So to if you're if you're down and your body's physically um, not good, and, and I was partying hard too, so I've had to change my life. From, so I think in some ways it's actually been, you know, you hear people say it's been a gift in a way, mm. a very bizarre gift, but it, it has meant I've looked at my whole life, yeah, and, and taken this stance really. Yes.
1: So I mean, I I find this remarkable that because you're not, um, you're, you don't have a background in research or science no, or not at all. anything like no. that. I have got O level biology. Yeah. <laughs> but, and yet you were inspired to to do all this research and was it difficult to find out with this information? It was, it's, it's scary as well because you've got
0: no reference point and mm. I didn't know anybody that had, A, had breast cancer or B, done it naturally. Mm. So um, you start, and I had a friend in Oxford who, 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 who she was quite alternative but she ended up having um, surgery and radiation she had in Germany so I had no one as a reference point to work with. So I just went to Spain and decided Use myself as my experiment. So I had <laughs> a lot of option really, or I came back and had the surgery. Yeah, and then you put yourself in other people's hands. So I threw yeah, so your cards up in the air in some ways, yeah. I suppose. And so yeah, I researched yeah. researched. I read everything I could find. I started looking into food because I've always been interested in food. Yeah. So this is probably why I've been preparing myself. Seems to be yeah. all these years. So then I, I started playing, you know, with diet and cutting. I, I learned, did a total detox. So oh. I went through hell for eight weeks <laughs> as well. So, so what does that involve? I <laughs> cut out alcohol, I cut out tea, coffee, all dairy, I cut out meat, um, I did eat some fish, Um, I had sugar, any refined, any refined foods, I did, I did so have some rice, to all. Yeah, I took, and, and I also stopped my HRT which I'd been on for 16 years all at once, so it wasn't funny, it wasn't pretty.
1: No. <laughs> sure.
0: I cried a lot, <laughs> I felt yeah. hysterical. I didn't want to. Uh, there were days when I thought I can't do it, um, but that's why it was good to be away because I had no one. Yes. I had so no to witness one, it. it to witness it. Yeah, or, even, <laughs> or try and dissuade you. Try and you you stop me from yeah. doing it because I wasn't well. But I had a lot of healing. To Did me. you feel ill at the time? It, or, you know, when, when I got the diagnosis? Okay, no, because so, no. I, I found the the lump myself, yeah. and I felt fine. So, and, and that's the thing with a lot of cancers: that you don't feel them unless yes. they're pressing
1: on an organ or. Um, but then you start with the treatment and you, and you feel through the treatment. So, um, I mean, you know, I, chemotherapy might be the right thing to, for, for some, for some And everyone for some has that their thing. choice yeah. and, and I think that's so great. So, what, what you're doing now, it's, it's not just for people who want to go completely alternative. No. Mm-hmm. Let me backtrack a moment. Um, this is November 2017, you had your diagnosis. Yeah. And what is your situation now? Um, On the 1st of May I
0: had an ultrasound done at the Breast Screening Clinic and they couldn't find the tumour or any lesions at all, Um, nothing. Um, So they were all a bit scratching scratching, their heads, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. what what were you doing? So I told them and they went, No. So my oncologist is still scratching his head and we get called like a radical remission if someone does it another way, even though it's quite scientific, there's a lot of evidence what I, what the process I, I've i been through, um, I can't
1: remember there was of the question, now what did I say? Well I just wanted to know how you are now, so oh, yes, now. <laughs> <is. Sorry laughs> everybody okay. to know that you are actually... So my blood, I have my
0: bloods done every six weeks, Yeah. and I have them monitored by um, a naturopath, and we test things like um, my vitamin D levels, how my bilirubin is operating, which is, it comes from the liver, so all my vitals are checked. Yeah. So that my uh, red corpuscles are working, my white ones, my immune system. So every six weeks, my bloods are monitored. I, I take my blood pressure, and my temperature, every other day. So you're
1: you're sort of I, taking the initiative to keep that. Yeah. So variant, I'm monitoring because like, because your
0: oncologist. Yeah, because I've got no support now from the NHS. Well, why is that? Because I've got an alternative. So unless I do their treatment, they they won't let me have ultrasounds and things like that the NHS. So if see. I want them I have to pay for them now. Yeah. So if I monitor, and they don't monitor your bloods either, so if I'm monitoring my blood I know if there's something wrong. So if, yeah. if, and I'm, I, I believe it won't, but if the cancer decided to get on the march again I would, I would find out pretty quickly. Yeah. So I'm on top of my own
1: health really. Right. So, and then you could go back to the NHS if you Yes, Yeah, so I'm still there. treatment, but then they Yeah, he, he hasn't written
0: too. me off the system so they're there if I need them. But, um, but also, as we say this isn't just for cancer the change of lifestyle it's yes. anyone with a chronic illness or just wants to get themselves in a healthy
1: yeah situation. And, and this is this is what i was interested in for Jane to talk to us was the fact that um, all of us are, are getting older yeah <laughs> <laughs> and a bit stuff you know creaking and falling off and <laughs> going down and so on um, so Surely, it must be a good idea for us to reduce the inflammation in our bodies totally. and to um, um, to become more
0: alkaline. Yeah, we need an alkaline body. And uh, um, going whole food, plant based. Um, and again, there's a, there's a really good book called The China Study, and um, it can you can help reverse things like Alzheimer's, all so chronic illnesses that. We kind of take as a natural where we go as we get older. We don't need to die of these diseases. Mm. We, you know, if you just tighten up and sort out your diet and nutrition, you can you can stop a lot of these things. Because I, I don't mm. want to die in pain. I, I watched my father die of um, pancreatic cancer. Mm. My mother, who's now 84, has just got uh, early signs of dementia. And I don't want that for me. Mm. So I think, you know, we can all stop a lot of what's going on out there. Just and the food's still tasty and it doesn't mean that you have to cut everything out of your life it's just no. you need more of a balance I think
1: yeah I mean I, 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 my, my diet tends to be basically whole food and plant based but then I add in um, the things that you know you're, you're saying to us uh, are inflammatory and so on but I mean my, my own story was um, you know I, I could barely walk um, 8 years ago and I started to um, eat this way, and I started to do yoga. And the two things combined for me were the, yeah, the, the real and non mobile, as you as you saw. Because you, yeah. just <laughs> been to have a personal branding, a photo shoot for a new business, and yes, um, the makeup and hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'll shoot. laughs> now, no <I> have no makeup. No, <laughs> oh, take it. Um, So, with all the research that you've done, and obviously, you know, you look the picture of health. You feel well? Yeah, I do do very well. You feel fit and healthy. Fit and healthy. I mean to look at you, you wouldn't believe the the amount of of stuff that you've had to clear from from, from your system. Um, So you don't want all that to go to waste. You want to help other people. Yeah. Either who want to take the alternative route with a cancer diagnosis or who simply want to go on an anti ageing, sort of anti-prongous yeah, just to sort of, yeah, boost your immune system, yeah, so, um, so I'm, I've
0: come up with the McCourt method, because that's my name, and um, I've kind of combined quite a few um, protocols to get where I've done, and, and if I can help one person get through not having radical surgery when you don't need to, I that's why I want to aim it, but also um, I think I want to help people with a cancer diagnosis or not, just think before you act. Um, especially on the cancer front. I I had three months to think and I think that's a good thinking time. Cancer takes years to get to where it is Um, and I think we all rush around too quickly making decisions because we're Mm pressurised. So I'd like to help anyone, you know, so I've got this kind of like three-month time scale in my head where you can really turn yourself around from anything really. So whether it's rate loss, you just want to get healthier or we don't want chronic illness in old age. So I'm kind of working with nutrition, and then I've got a lot of other things. Um, we're going to be working with mindset reset. We're going to be working um, with lifestyle, environmental toxins, what we use on our bodies, the impact of the chemicals in sun creams or your makeup or deodorants, or even chicken wounds, which I read a report the other day um, in America, create breast cancer movement because of the chemicals that chickens are fed. There's a lot yeah. of strange stuff going out there, yeah. and I think all I want to do is make people... So people have got more choice. Yeah, I'd like to just help people it's be t- more aware of... A, that the reporting on the other side that we all get told is frilly, frappy, mm-hmm. and, they're not, yeah, and it isn't. There's a lot of scientific-based research out there for the alternatives against conventional... And not, and not all conventional surgery or doctors are bad. I'm not no. saying chemo is either, but there, there is... A, there is so your the McCourt method is, is science-based? Yeah, there's based loads research. Yeah, research, I haven't just decided. No. <laughs> but I would do that myself actually, you know, yeah. why did I decide yeah. my lymph nodes shouldn't go and then the more research I look into that, no I was right in keeping my lymph yeah. system working. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's, it's a very, I think it's very empowering, it's, it's to actually think before you act I think is, and actually look about a what you're putting. Informed choice. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I think the difficult thing, a lot of people just want to go to a doctor and say, well, cure me, Um, I'll take your pills or whatever. And for some people, that's the right thing. They want that paternal approach. But I think that um, equally, if you're somebody that wants to really take control of your own health. It is possible. It is possible. And and I'm proving that's possible. And
0: also, if you do want to go traditional routes... By increasing, by changing your diet and nutrition and tidying your life up, you're going to be in a much stronger position to get through chemo and radiation. You're not going to come out the other side completely um, immune system less, basically,
1: which is yes. what it does. It's, and it's, you've got more chance, I think, of getting through. I think that's really valuable because you know, you know, a lot of people will still go the chemo route, to be, but to be able to support them through that, yes, as well, and that's important. So that how, what sort of form is this going to take? It's like a 12 week program.
0: Yeah, I'm putting. I'm just as I say. This is a very new stage. We're kind of almost premature, but not quite. But I'm I'm going to start doing I mean, this. this. Will be this will be live for months yeah. you know, ahead. Yeah, not, so go I'm away. going to do an online program, which will be the stages that I went through. So that it's easy because all that I spent hours researching. I spent a lot of money as well. And i have you know, I, I joined a couple of groups and I went to a clinic. So all the money I feel all the money I've spent, if I have found a lot of that information quicker I wouldn't have needed to spend all the money I okay. spent So if I can s- save someone a lot of money and but it proper and give them the research the books to read and simple diets to follow uh, how to work with mind and fear because fear is a big one um, with any health really yeah. you know it doesn't matter you know not just cancer but yeah. obesity whatever so I think so I'd like to do it in sort of bite-sized chunks as an online program but I've also got Facebook page which I'm working on as well, which I'm just going to pop things of free nutrition and advice on. Well,
1: that's, that's brilliant. So I'll, yeah. we'll, I'll put the links with this video so that people can follow your progress as you launch the in court method. Um, and if anybody wants to get in touch with Jane and talk about um, you know what she's done and whether or not that would be suitable for what whatever challenges they're going through, um, Jane will be, uh, when, when I do post this, you'll be able to answer questions and so yeah. on. Yes, Yeah, so, yeah tag you, I'd yeah. love to. Um, and Jane's going to um, do something with the midlife movement, so members will have access to some of your training as part of their membership as well, won't they? Yes, perfect. Really.